Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of Church and Ease from the podcast or the tentative podcast name of Church is Stupid. Um, I am Andrew, and today we're going to start off by playing a little simple game that we got suggested by our lovely guest here, John. Um, basically, in essence, the game is we're going to go around this table that we have before us, and you guys can't see, but our order is uh, Ruth, John, Elijah, uh, myself. And we're going to basically just go until we can't, until people start dropping out on naming Churchinese phrases. Um, so, does everybody understand the rules of the game here? Do we have to explain the word, or can we just say it? You know, for the sake of this, we have to explain it. Dear sweet goodness, okay. You said phrases, though, not just words, right? Phrases, be, words, yeah, yeah. anything that you would define as yourself as churchanese, mm -hmm. which may mean that we are going this entire podcast without saying anything that matters. So, hey, that's, <laughs> that's the way it goes. I'll start. I'll start with just a word, and that's liturgy, which is yay, the sacred text that we read in church. It's like a back and forth. It's fun. I, I was going to go start with washed by the blood. Like talking about the blood of Jesus Christ, and yeah, it's like that. Obviously, we're talking about Jesus dying on the cross, but and how he, that forgiving our sins because of it. But yeah, that entire phrase when I hear it still kind of gives me a little. I'll say one that irks me: the fire of the Holy Spirit coming down, which uh, is the idea that by you know invoking the Holy Spirit, that suddenly everything is a okay. We can cut that. I'm sorry. Can we restart? <laughs> I, I, I'm not good at this on the spot. No, no it's fine. No. We're not cutting it, though. No. <laughs> if I tell you that literally I've been going around the table just listening, and I can't think of a single word. It's because it's, it's like we're putting ourselves on the spot. Yeah, no, like, we're definitely ruining our own podcast. But see, this is this is the, the point of this that I think is hilarious. Oh, my god! Is it's so hard for us because we're so ingrained that in it. That we don't even know. But if, but if we sat there and, like, I guarantee you just... Yeah, with people, and then had like somebody sitting next to us and going, "There's one, there's one, yeah, there's yeah, one, there's yeah, one." Yeah, that's like, true. That's true. And, and so, so even if we didn't even make it one full time <laughs> around in our game, the point was taken. Like, <laughs> yeah. like all of these phrases, all of these terms. That's what we're talking yep. about with this Christianese. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't even catch ourselves, and we're doing a podcast about the problems. <laughs> right. with yeah. We probably have said a few words that we just are like, oh, yeah, that's normal, and have it Probably already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's and that's why we can't. We, that's why we want to have more of a discussion with this. Not there's yeah because yeah. it's it's so much more. Like it's it's hard to go you got through me that. yeah. But but yeah, I got I think, you good. I think yeah. technically I lost the game, so I'll you take did. the L on this one. Fair enough. Oh, I thought we were um, all gonna go until we. Because well, like, Ruth one wants final. to win the game. That's she's really so, what it is. Yeah. She's yeah. so yeah. competitive. I know she does, but this time I'm giving the win to Elijah. So yes, because he got. I don't, no, I don't no, deserve this win. That's even worse. Well, you see, you were the last person to go before I dropped out. So. That's not fair. You can't give him the victory You've for your the stupid. game. So, for me. so let me let me let me off. share a couple because I because I cheated and I wanted to pull up like Google <laughs> hey, and like looked at. But let's let's just share a couple of what they have on here. Uh, fellowship. That's one of their words. Um, quiet time. Quiet. <laughs> it does sound kind of creepy. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. It sounds like I we're in punishment time. though too. It like does. for yeah, me as a like, dad, like sit in the corner. Quiet, it's quiet time. It's like hedge of protection. What? I've never what heard is that? that one. You've heard that? 
I forgot about Well, and, and I love their description here. How much protection does a hedge even exactly. really provide? <laughs> if one would rather have There's a bulletproof glass of protection. Literally a children's movie protection. called Over the Hedge. So, I mean, I don't um, really know. Wait, yeah. Where does that come from? Do you know where that yeah. comes from? People, I'm going to pray a hedge of protection around you. It's old, but I yeah. yeah. Like, I've heard, that. like, I've heard yeah. before. It must not be a Methodist <laughs> But it, it's so funny. Like, I've heard it's it so many times. I think. Yeah, I it's, don't think very, it's very charismatic. Yeah, it's... um. Um, then they talk about having small groups or home groups or life groups yep. or life missional <laughs> life transformation. Yes. Accountability in there. Yeah. Um, traveling mercies. Um, what is a traveling oh, mercy yeah. anyway? Nobody outside the church talks like this. <laughs> Just say have a safe trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that, I That's figured it was so like true. for, you know, horseback ridden Methodist preachers. It's about <laughs> it's about somebody going on a trip. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Traveling. Oh, we're praying for traveling mercies. You know the oh, I've never thing. heard that one. I've heard people say, you know, prayers for safe travel. I've yeah, never heard traveling mercies. That's probably because the Methodist church you joined was the one where I was the one saying the <laughs> prayers, and I don't nope. say that. <laughs> okay, All so right. they got ten here. So let me get through a couple more. There's mm-hmm. the, the anointed. Good luck. Which we talked about. <laughs> yep. Um, hallelujah. Most people say the word hallelujah. Uh, as, as a Christian, um, but the average guest <laughs> in your church doesn't speak e- Hebrew. I thought that was good. Yeah, huh, that's, a good um, one. that's interesting. Yeah, uh, tithe or tithing. Um, yeah, Fair. and then communion, which we talked about, Eucharist. Yep. Uh, this one just we won't go too deep on this <laughs> one that I thought of, um, laying hands on. Um, so I'm I sure mean, somebody yeah. outside. I like, mean. Is going, yeah. I'm not going to go, I'm with you, I'm not going to go further, but I just want to leave it that every single time we sing the hymn, He Touched Me. It's a whole It's a whole... <laughs> it just, oh, just dear a, Lord. It's got to be I'm retired, sorry. guys. We need a hymn section here at the, near the end. <laughs> I'll bring up the hymn section. It's got to so be, it, it needs to be retired. Um, <laughs> it does. Yeah, and then the last one was Body of Christ, so in which we kind of talked yeah, about. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, so yeah, they have an entire, but yeah, I thought th- their descriptions were best... Um, um, yeah, and the one person commented and said the most over were overused one is Christ centered. Um, yep. That, yeah. yeah. So, but it, but again, our brain—that's the point of the entire game. Like, right? Like, our brain goes to those, and like we say them, and I don't even. Whoever said that? We don't like, process. It's like it's like stopping at a red light. Like yeah. you don't think, oh. oh, it's a red light. I have to stop. You, you just do it. And you, you know just what? say no, them. Well, but then you, then you're talking red light, and what is it? I think I just saw this stat. So. It's like 85% of the world has no idea what a red light is because they used roundabouts and stuff like that all over the world. Like, that's such an American, oh like... How many levels deep are we right now? Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> let's, let's go back. Inception, spin the but, top. But, but, that's, the top. but that's the point, is if, if, you go, if you go into the middle of some remote area, you know, whatever, and you start talking about red lights, they're going to be like, uh... Yeah. Andy, let's, you look like you're about yeah. to die. Let's His change. mind is blown over <laughs> Let's change the entire... Track, which is why I feel bad about bringing it up. But um, the phrase... Uh, I don't remember what it is, but like everybody in the church knows the response to the phrase. Um, the Lord be with... No, 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 no. It's Well, there's Lord be with you and, and also, also with you. you. But um, Christ is risen. No, that's Christ not is it. risen indeed. Oh, okay. That's not it. Um, here's the, the real sad part: is here's the inner pastor. Yeah. I, I, just, a, I keep, can't think of it. No, 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 no. Keep listening off things that aren't it because this is the perfect example. Because Ruth uh, is going to be giving her replies that only she knows. <laughs> 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 the secret code word has been like, word of God for the people of God. Thanks, thanks be to God. God. But yep. that's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, Lord be with you. I already said that Did one. You? I don't think Come it's in. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't remember and I feel bad now. It's a call and response. I, I don't think it's like a normal call and response. It'd just be like 
It's just what one is of those the, Is it the Hallelujah one on Palm Sunday? Where it's like... Or no, Hosanna. I'm sorry. The no. Hosanna one? Okay. Um, um, which is also another one. This would be like one of those ones that you teach your children. And if I think of it, mm-hmm. I will bring it up randomly at a point. If we, which also if we, is a, a totally different random thing. But let me tell you what. The songs that you grow up listening to as a Christian, and then you go to sing them in school, oh, that yeah. can always lead to some interesting things. Like You'll get some looks. Consistently, I will sing in my head, one, two, three. Jesus loves me. One, two, three. Jesus. But even you guys probably don't know what that song is. I have no idea what that song is. But that song is literally sang by every single child who goes to the church camp I went to. Hmm. So, like, it's so small, but, like... I would sing it in school. There's so many things I want to make fun of right now. It's fair. You're welcome. You're welcome to. (laughs) You and 10 other people in the world know that song. Probably. Congratulations. All 10 of them are going to listen to this and be like, that's me. That's me. (laughs) I can relate. Um. But that's that's exactly the point of where we talk about how we feel so awkward. Like, like, it's like, oh, you know, because there are songs that I did, like coming back from church camp, and you'd sing a song or, you know, Growing up on the music machine or Veggie Tales and yeah. all that stuff, and all your Veggie friends Tales, are like, "Wait, yeah. what?" And but that that point of how we felt awkward as a kid is the reason we're even talking about this because that's where we put people in that awkward moment and we say, mm-hmm. "But why don't you want to come back to church?" Well, because we made it really awkward. Yeah, for you. I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're you're using all of these terms and yeah. So yeah. So. We gave us a tentative topic for this yes. section of the podcast. We should probably do it since it's tentative. <laughs> the, the topic was about roundabouts and why they're better than stoplights, right? That's exactly what it is. No, uh, you know um, what? we're talking about the Christmas season, this season yes. that we're going into, the Advent season, the Christmas season, and a lot of those terms that'll turn people away or a lot of those terms that we use that sometimes aren't the best. And I think one of my um, favorites, which is... Uh, either Christmas Eve or Easter Christians. Those Christians that only come to church. Priesters. Um, okay, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> 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 the Christers? No. You are Christ- so Christian. Like, go, literally, and literally the definition of Christian is when continue. Ruth talks. <laughs> Let's just go. Don't, don't, do don't let us get derailed. Don't be yet. Ruth. That's the <laughs> definition of it. Um, Our third if podcast. Only I could be ruthless. Yes. I did it. I finally did it. Can we mute that mic? I need a, I need like a, a soundboard for wah, wah, wah. Um, I am begging you, please continue. Um, so it only gets worse. Christian Christianese around Christmas time. Uh, for the priesters. Okay. Um, and one of the main things that, like, as uh, PK growing up in the church, a pastor's kid, another one of those terms that just. Um, the manger scene is something that becomes very like large essence or the wreath with candles in it. Like that sometimes it's just like, why? And maybe these are more symbolic than they are Christianese, but we talk about like a normal, a normal Christian. I'll put air quotes around that, um, is able to list off the candles that are on your, uh, your Christmas wreath. 
I don't even think I can. I, do I'm that. a youth pastor and I can't do it. Yeah, I don't so, even really know what you're Ruth, talking Ruth, about. Ruth right now. Exactly. It's going. I know. I know. But, but is that, she or is that, she going? She is. She I don't does. know. She absolutely. But, but this is the thing. Like joy, faith, peace, and the Christ candle, which is the center one that you light on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they have to be in that order too, which is so. Like when I came here, well, it was so funny. Order, like well, uh-huh. it was so funny. Like they they we had somebody lighting that candle on Sunday morning. And they were like, there was like a like a all out like fight going on because somebody's like they lit the hope candle instead of the whatever, and it's like I was like, there's a difference. Do the three purple candles like do they have a specific spot? They do. Yes, yes. So and that's sorry. what I'm saying. I'm like so I didn't bad. even know that growing up in the tr- like what I is am happening right now. Like growing up in the church, and I didn't even know I'm sorry like to until break I came all here. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I knew the Christ candle was supposed to be last, like mm-hmm. in the center because. Growing up in the church and like, but I was like, I didn't know that the three, yeah, it was, and, and maybe my church was like low budget because we didn't have three, like we had <laughs> four, <laughs> we, we had four that were all the same room. color. Like we didn't actually have the like. You what, didn't have a pink candle? Yeah, we didn't have oh, the pink. come on. Like, it was like all candle. four white So I actually candles. have a set of Advent candles right upstairs right now that I just have. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm such a problem. But, but, but again, I don't think it's necessarily wrong to have those traditions, yeah. to have oh, those no, things no, no. that we talk. But it's wrong when we go, "You're stupid for not knowing." Like, <laughs> like you didn't know that. You didn't know. Like, how did you not know that that was the Christ candle? Like, like, so, like the, the the person that comes only on Easter and Christmas yeah. probably only knows that they light the metal candle like when they're there. Like that's all they right. know. It's like. Well, Those others I, just magically got lit before I came. And like just, just as a true confessions of, of Ruth Vandersandy over here, um, I didn't know until I became a pastor because I had to be the person who came up with the liturgy or the words that they say as they light the candles um, because mm. there are specific ones. So I ended up going on the UMC or the United Methodist Church website and finding them. So that's really the only reason I even know that is because I had to give those to other people to read as they lit the candles. Hmm. Otherwise, I probably would not have. So that's you my did, shame. Can I go on a site very quick? So you did a really good job of saying liturgy and then explaining what it was without making anybody feel stupid. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You followed it up with the reason behind that's 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 the point I'm trying to make. Is is this because we've played pick on Ruth so much that I had to do one? <laughs> I nice had to give you one thing. last good thing. No, yeah. but no, seriously, but like that's the now point that I'm making. Is if the church can just do that instead yep. of making mm. that can say that and then follow it up with an explanation in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're an idiot, mm. then then we all win. Well, right. It's almost like you need to go to school to attend church in some places. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, we have yeah. Sunday school for a reason. Well, but in Sunday school, they don't teach that you. That wasn't that. a joke. They that, was, you, yeah, that, that was a I, serious I, statement. Like, <laughs> like, you have Sunday school and you have confirmation, right? That's the And confirmation's mm-hmm. like that place where you learn a lot of this Christianese stuff, and we do that in like eighth grade, seventh grade? We do it eighth grade here. But we do yeah. it eighth grade here. But I don't like know if they're grade. all universally like that, though. No, they're that, not. Because the they idea of Sunday school, I think, has a million different yeah. definitions yeah. and and experiences because mm-hmm. I've never once in my life viewed Sunday school as any kind of school at all except for as when you're a kid like teaching you Bible verses and that was it mm-hmm. like we weren't I, I, I don't know I, different people have different experiences yeah. and different churches do it differently I, by, Sunday school was always either when I was like a little little kid you know going downstairs and just learning about the Bible or you know as a younger adult 
just being youth group. But I, I think what we're really talking about is that we almost have this base assumption when people walk into our church that they already know everything we need them to know. Or that they should or know Or that everything. they should, and yeah. if they don't, it's their fault. Exactly. And yeah. Not that that's the overt like mentality of like shame on thee, but also it's kind of that understood, okay, you don't ask this question. Um, it's like an of, underhand expectation, right? Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. when because I was... nobody would want to admit that's the reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, I mean... Right, like us, ninety nine percent of the church. I'm making up. I don't know. Would would hate the fact that it was that way and would never. Right. It's not intentional. That's why we're having yep. exactly that discussion. There's there's one word and I can't think of it right now because I always forget what it is. But it literally just means cri- like Christ acting in the world. That is a really common phrase amongst um, like pastors and things like that. And I cannot. I can never remember what I have to look it up every single Christ time. Christ acting in the world. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's a very long word, but I'm gonna say it's not it's not what people say revival is, is it? We don't want to. No, get into that. it's not that word. It's it's a different <laughs> one. But like that's a whole different so conversation. Many, like uh, the word, if I were to say exegesis to you guys, that means nothing, right? No, I, I've heard you talk about John it before because I'm married to you. Yeah, I would know what it is, but I still don't. Well, exegesis, you really wouldn't know this unless you went to. School. I was gonna say it had to do with your classes. I think a lot um, like about it's it's when you so instead classes. of taking out scripture and reading into it. So, like, I come to scripture and I read what my personal experience is. Exegesis is going in, trying to take out the meaning. So, take the context into mind, all of this different stuff. Anyway, it's just a really big word okay. for that, for how to understand contextually scripture and how to properly do that. Okay, okay. Um, so, not to put yourself yeah. in scripture, but to read out of scripture. Um, anyhow, to, it's very to like common. identify with and, scripture as it was instead I, of just putting your making you yeah. the subject of it. And so when I was a freshman in uh, college, they would use this term so much, and they just said it like you were supposed to know what it means. Mm. I think I was a junior in college when I found out my <laughs> major was pastoral ministries. So yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. sure, because and it, it took me forever to realize it wasn't because it like had the word Jesus in it that it was Christian. <laughs> So that's how you said Jesus. So it's got to be good, right? I was like, it's it's got to be be fine. Exegesis, right? Um, And so, yeah, that I mean, but that's kind of the average experience for someone who hasn't been through that, walking into a church and just, you know, how many kids in youth group did we have who asked what a liturgist was? Oh yeah. Mm. And to me, I'm like, oh, I would never have thought to explain that word. Yeah, Um, and and well, that's it. That's it, and that's why we bring up some of those terms because they're so far foreign but we get used to them you know i think of working at a camp and and the director used this entire phrase of you know let's be above reproach and so all summer everybody was like yes i'm trying to be above reproach and like we just kept kept saying it not and like, i'm adjusting my tie and, like, and i'm I literally have no idea what this means <laughs> like and i like i think of that uh Princess Bride, where I was like, I don't think you really know that you word you're using. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like you can apply that to like ninety percent of the things that Christians say. Though. Oh, oh yeah, my no, gosh. and it's like you keep saying that word. I don't think you oh, know what it means. Here's a good Christmas season one that I hear all the time, and and okay, the intention is so good, but I get so mad every single time I hear it now. That and and I know that that's probably not the thing I should admit, but put Christ back in Christmas. Interesting. And and yeah. it's not a bad like See, sometimes I understand it. I no, I understand. And like some people mean it so wonderfully. Mm-hmm. But first I had like one teacher who used it to like beat down other people. 
And because of my experience with that, every time I hear it, I get like, it's like my pet peeve. I get irrationally angry because I'm like, stop beating people with the scriptures. Well, I mean, you, if you as means. a pastor has that reaction, imagine some of the people who really don't care either way, but are still talked down to by some Christians because they... Because of because of that kind of and, mindset, and I associate it with the same people who, if someone says like "Happy Holidays," they look at you and say it's "Merry Christmas." Yeah, like that's and that's, why are you doing it's that, the man? Same well, then you get the argument back, right, where they're like, "Well, technically, Happy Holidays means Happy Holy Day." Like, and we're like, it's like, oh and they, and then it gets oh into this like, oh, like just any of this matters in any, yeah, oh. <laughs> like. Like it does, and that's yeah. the, that's the thing. Like you're not gonna, we're not saying don't offend people because you're gonna offend people. Yeah, yeah. but don't talk down to people. Yep. Don't be, don't treat them like they're yeah they're the two year old at the kids table, and someday you can sit at the big table where we talk about God for real over here. You don't like, have to. You don't have to live your life constantly trying to never offend anyone, but you need to be receptive of those offenses if, if they bring them to you in a, in a way where they're just trying to talk to you about I, it. I, I think we're just trying to say that there's nothing wrong with just being a decent person. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, at the, at the core of it, what, what is so wrong about just treating other people with respect? Mm -hmm. And, and um, I think that's what really tends to irritate me. And not everybody, again, who does that. There are some wonderful people who will say that and it's not meant to degrade or do anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and so I apologize if that comes off a little bit strong. This is just my experience with these words. Uh, but when you do that to someone, it's so demeaning and condescending. Like right. it comes off where to the point where when I was working in retail uh, for, for many, many, many years, um, <laughs> what when people would do that kind of stuff to me, I would respond with happy holidays just because it irritated me. And I'm a Christian who is studying to become a pastor. Right. And it was like, we need to be aware that we are Christ's messengers in the world. Mm -hmm. And so when we do stuff like that, when someone, when, when we are condescending, that's a bad, that's a bad voice for Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, it can, and I'm not saying that, again, like you guys were saying, you, you can never say anything like this or never say Merry Christmas or anything like that. But we have to be aware of how we're saying things and who we're talking to and how to just be a person. Yeah. Yeah, if you're truly offended by somebody not saying Merry Christmas, then just say Merry Christmas in a nice way. Yeah. Because that's what you want, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they can they can take that, you know, I mean, it's much better to continue to act that way and have them, you know, show somebody what it means to you than it, I mean, that's just being nice one oh one, not yeah. like being a Christian. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But sometimes I think we override that because there's this sense of guilt. And I know that we're coming up at the end of our time, but I'm gonna share this story real quick. Um when I was a senior in high school, and I think I shared this with some of you, but I don't remember if all of you. Uh when I was a senior in high school, I auditioned for us an acting scholarship because I was really involved in community theater. I know, shocking, since I'm so undramatic. Um, <laughs> but you can't even say undramatic without drama. <laughs> undramatic. Oh, I'm so I'm so undramatic. <laughs> I know I have a serious problem. But anyhow, I for some reason it just I felt this extreme guilt if I didn't because I had the idea to make to do the crucif crucifixion story as my monologue. 
And I had this extreme guilt over the idea of me not doing it because the second I thought of it, it's like, I really don't want to do that. Hmm. But I'm like, no, but I'm a Christian, so I have to. And if I feel uncomfortable, then that's the problem. I'm the problem. Hmm. And so I went and did it, and it went so bad, (laughs) so bad that they actually stopped me and said, do you want to try again? And I was so full of shame that I was like, no, (laughs) I don't. And I did not get that scholarship. And I had been a part of the community theater for like six years at that point. Hmm. So... I think that that's a part of it is that there is some level of guilt that either we place on ourselves or that we place on others to meet this expectation of what does it mean to be a Christian. And so if we're not saying Merry Christmas every time someone says Happy Holidays, we're not fighting the good fight. Or if we're not saying put Christ back in Christmas, we're not fighting the good fight. But I think Mm. that it's a distractor argument. It's this... this we set those things aside. We set aside being a nice person because we're we're warriors for Christ. Right. Because yeah. And I mean, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like 100. 100. percent And and so sometimes I think that's where we get get in our own heads, and it might not be me like intended cruelly. Like I said, I, there was nothing about me that was like I need to evangelize to these people to make sure they hear. Th-. It was just I felt like as a good Christian, if I had that idea, I had to go forward with it. Mm-hmm. And so. I think we do that to ourselves. Have, have my way off, way out of left field. Here. Doing referring to feeling almost forced to, to do that topic for theater. You're still talking well, about. Well, no, do, being forced to to put these Christianese conversations forward to people. All oh the time. yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like there's yeah. that level of guilt that that forces us to talk a certain way or to again not ask those questions when we're in church because. We just feel like we should already know. Yeah. I I uh, I'm just trying to because it comes back to my thing that I, I mentioned not so briefly in the last episode about my experiences with Christianese. It was a very very broad stroke. Um. But the the idea of almost of, of feeling guilty if your gut is telling you like if you're talking with someone or you're um here's another word evangelizing to somebody and and uh, and you know that they were almost hoping to just have a conversation with someone that like a stra- a good kind-hearted stranger and you want to have that conversation almost outside of talking about religion you want to just relate to them but then you feel inside like this 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 guilt because you're admitting to yourself that you don't want to inject God into that conversation. Like, I have had a lot of experiences with stuff like that. Yeah. Especially because I know I have met a lot of people um, where I have talked about my faith with them and related with them, and it's, and it's actually helped me grow in my relationship with them. But it wasn't my first or even second, maybe even my third conversation with that person mm-hmm. the first time I met them. Um, and with time, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that I grew up in a church that maybe that forced me to feel that way or anything like that. Because I'm not blaming anyone, you know, for making me feel that way. But growing up, growing up, I did f- have feelings of guilt um, when I basically admitted to myself that I don't want to inject God into every conversation I talk about. I don't want to. Make my as a middle schooler, I don't want my only um, like source of clothing to be shirts that have crosses on them, or like yeah. hip hip youth. Um, I don't know. Like, Instead of subway, his way. 
Like stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. This is another thing, by the way, that I'm sure a lot of people are going, what the heck are you talking about? I've had uh, an if entire you, closet full of Christian how, clothing. How many people have either had or have seen, you know, like younger people, younger adults have, you know, like popular brands or popular logos, but instead of it being the normal logo, like like Subway, it's actually like a, a Bible verse or like a, Christ, a, a literal Christianese quote yeah. in, in place of the logo. Like instead of Subway, it says His Way and stuff like that. I when when I was in middle school and high school, and I admitted to myself that I didn't want to wear that because I think that it, personally it just looked really silly and stupid, and I would have been embarrassed. I felt immense amounts of shame from being able to admit things like that to myself. Um, so if if you were asking anyone else about their personal experiences, I, I think that there's mine. Is yeah. as a as a kid and as a young adult growing up, um, who honestly was happy to be a Christian. I, yeah. I I loved what I believed and I loved my God. I love. I still do. I just in, in relation. If we're talking, if we're talking about oh back then, um, <laughs> you know, I I was proud of what I of of my faith. Yeah. I wanted to share it, but I wanted to share it in a way that I felt would actually positively impact people. Yeah. And injecting God into every conversation, making sure, you know, that I was always showing off my faith made me feel uncomfortable. And I felt guilty because it made me feel uncomfortable. Um, but after time, I learned that you don't have to flaunt your faith to be proud of it. You don't have to let everybody know that you're a Christian at, at all times of the day for you to actually have an impactful relationship with them. Uh, a relationship that I that I believe God can still be a part of and and impact people through. Um, Absolutely, and I just want to say one closing thing before we give closing thoughts and end this because yeah. we are over time. Yeah, we are. Um, but I think part of that is that we forget God invited us into the creative process. He invited hmm. us to live with one another as well as live with Him, and I think that hmm. we don't have to sit there and consistently say, "Okay, Jesus." Jesus, Jesus, every single conversation because part of what God has given us is this invitation to live and to live mm. in relationship with him. So if that's a good summary, that'll be my closing uh, my closing thoughts. Anyone else have anything as we say goodbye? No, I think that's all we have. Uh, from all of us here yeah. at the tentative name of Church is Stupid, I'm Andy. I'm Elijah. I'm John. And still, still Ruth. <laughs> and we thank you guys for joining us, and we thank you for coming in and joining us here at the table today, John. Thank you, John. That was fun. Yes. Yeah. Good time. We'll have you back. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you passed. And pay attention for another episode dropping next week, Thursday on... Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep, you are correct. Keep it real. Um, <laughs> on an unannounced subject at this point. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. We will, for sure. And again, if you have anything you would like to hear us talk about, anybody you'd like to have us on this podcast, please leave it in the comments. Um, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. Yep. Thank let you us so know much. your thoughts on this subject and go back to our first podcast and let us know how you think about that subject mm -hmm. or leave a comment wherever and we'll see it and make sure that we uh, pay a little bit of attention to it as, as much as we can. Really. Yeah. Um, and so I want to thank you all for joining us again today. And yeah. Peace. Take care, everyone. <laughs>